This is a Capricorn FM podcast. And we're joined on the line by clinical psychologist, Dr. Koke Chotsebe. Doc, good evening and welcome to Sports on Capricorn. Good evening to you, Cliff, and to the Capricorn FM listeners. Thank you, thank you so much for always making time to join us and you know uh, give us you know an expert you know side of things and and the lay side of ourselves as you know uh, as as people in in Mzanti. But the one thing that has been the big talk of town before I get into that part, are we an ignorant nation when it comes to mental health? Uh, we are not an ignorant nation. We are a nation that is learning. Uh, there's a process that is taking place especially with the more uh, coverage, media coverage around mental health and athletes coming out to just to express how they've, they've been dealing with mental health. And now just getting into the conversation, like, you know, Everybody has been talking about, you know, what's uh, going on with Lyle Forster, uh, him saying that, okay, not him actually per se, but, you know, the team, uh, Benley, talking about how, you know, he won't be able to travel and move from that environment. Let's talk about that part where a change of environment for an athlete or uh, who, you know, is in a progress or maybe in a program that says this is an environment that seems conducive to him. If he's to move to that a different environment, it might change or maybe delay the process of what they're trying to do. Hmm, it leads to multiple hypotheses. One wonders, uh, could it be also a case of personal factors versus environmental factors, which I understand that at times uh, management of any health condition might require that one needs to be staying in a given environment and transition. I think it's a case of transition. Would they be able to cope? And uh, from where I'm sitting, most probably the treating team is coming from a position of knowing because they've been managing the athletes. And I do know how mm. much of an impact it has because it's like you're able to play for your domestic club, but you're not versus the participation for the national team. What does it say? It says internally there could be multiple select factors that led to that particular division, especially as far as mental health is concerned. Hence, I acknowledged how much of environmental factors could predictably be at play and it informed the decision to say, let's not allow you to live. And just talking about that, I mean, we already have players that are going to Afghan uh, from each and different countries and stuff like that. How is the load? I mean, one knows that whenever you actually have to go and represent a bigger picture more than yourself. Yes, you're representing yourself, but you're carrying, you know, the hopes of a nation. You look at South Africa. I mean, it's a nation that since 1996, in terms of, you know, male football hasn't won anything. And that weight is carried by a lot of players. Some of them are brand are new into the squad how difficult it is or maybe just to look into the mental side of you know such players you know players that are making probably going to make their debuts there and and they find it difficult to actually transition into that it comes with a lot of responsibilities and most probably pressure uh particularly also if you look at it um, in terms of the past afghans where we either didn't qualify or we didn't do well and you acknowledge the inclusion of new players to what extent does it impact on their mental health it puts a lot of responsibilities because there also be that element of wanting to prove a point and uh, oneself and also most probably restore the pride of the, the nation. Um, and um, also, as you mentioned, about 1996, uh, the team of 1996 restored that pride and restored the courage and the support uh, of the country and also mobilized the social cohesion because we do understand that football is very important in the country. Would we say there's still a, there's still a, 
kind of a stereotype when it comes to you know athletes uh, you know having to deal with you know mental health you know from outside people would sit down and say but you know kind of thing <laughs> yeah and i think you'll realize that there's more to life beyond the salary because <laughs> they'll be like ah i'm getting a hola oh hola pounds every week and 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 the one thing that i you know when i'm saying this is because you look at the likes of theory on ray i mean he came out i think last week to talk about how you know at some point he would cry alone because you know it got too much for him and he move on you look at the likes of delhi ali who for the longest time everybody thought delhi just doesn't want to play football anymore and he's talked about how he has been struggling you look at the likes of danny rose there's quite a lot of players that actually you know have come out to talk about their mental health but i think maybe there's still that need that you know south african maybe fans uh, but you know taking coming it bringing it back home maybe fans need to understand that as much as this person is a football player as much as this person is an athlete as much as there's a lot of money that they're receiving for playing at the end of the day they're still human beings Mm, absolutely, Clifford. And also because what drives the narrative is that there's an assumption that when you've got money um, and it gives you access and power, you're probably at ease. But to, to, to be honest, if you look at it, where they come privileges and success, it comes with its own difficulties and limitations. Mm. A lot of expectations, attention, you're on the spotlight, you need to behave in a certain way, you need to also own pitch performance in a given way because of how much hope is placed on you. So there is that element that also will play a role uh, at the end of the day to say, I've got all this, but then the quality of life also needs to come in because also before you are a footballer or an athlete generally, you're also a human being, you've got your own needs, you've got your own difficulties, is um, you also have your own struggles, uh, but on the other side, there's the fan base, the support base, who also plays more uh, faith and uh, requires a lot, demand a lot from you as an athlete. So you can imagine having to satisfy or juggle both the worlds. It can be demanding for athletes. Dr. Tsebe, really appreciate your time and thank you so much for always making time to speak to us and I hope that, you know, your festive was great and, uh, yeah, uh, you know, festive and uh, now back to the office, I guess. <laughs> back to the office, it was a very restful one after very demanding, yeah, but we really could eat it for Trelewo. Thank you so much. And then that was uh, clinical psychologist, Dr. Kukechotebe, gave us an in and out, you know, in terms of mental health, especially when athletes are preparing for a bigger tournament. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.